Hello and welcome to Where the Living Room Used to Be, a podcast about Rhode Island's music scene. Hey everyone, it's James. On this mini-episode, Sean Carney explains what the hot water music method is, as well as some advice he learned directly from the living room. He also passes along what he feels is the most important thing when playing live. Plus, you'll find out what essential item is a must for him on tour, and what truly inspires him about the punk scene. Enjoy! Sean, I wanted to ask if there's a piece of music advice that you may have received from, you know, a bandmate, uh, you know, a sound engineer, a mentor, a, you know, music teacher, anyone that's, you know, kind of in your, you know, musical world um, that that they shared with you that you would like to pass along. Sure. And what comes to mind... Um... We did, uh, Scandals did Lucky Sevens, the EP with Brian Fallon. And one of the things he talked about, uh, and he was great to work with. He he came to our practice space, you know, before going to the studio, just to listen to the songs, offer advice on structuring everything. And he talked about like the, he called it the hot water music method, which is the, the we of it all. So okay. you know, there's nothing wrong with an introspective song about something you're going through, but when you really can lyrically come up with something that encapsulates everyone brings everyone in, um, you know, think of the song Wayfair by hot water music. We are Wayfarers, not I am a Wayfarer, you know? Mm-hmm. So that was huge for me. Um, yeah. Have, have you seen that like change your, your own songwriting as you're like writing lyrics for stuff that that'll kind of pop into your head of like, let me, kind of change this perspective a little bit, or let me use, you know, different, uh, different wording on this because of that. Totally. Um, I mean, even a song like new horizons is, uh, if it's us against the world, then we're all we got tonight. Who's coming. So mm-hmm. that, that whole song is kind of like a rallying cry, mm-hmm. but, um, I also, what really stuck with me was something that, uh, Aaron Jenning from the living room shared, Many years ago, probably yeah. maybe 2009 or so back in the old living room days. And um, I was drinking a beer at the at the bar in the back. You, you know exactly where I'm talking about. Yeah. Next next to the men's room with no door. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and the secret men's room or a secret bathroom, I think it was just for uh, uh, in the middle. Remember that one? The door actually worked. It was the ladies' no. room, the men's room. Yeah. And the, there was a door in between them that had a toilet in it. Oh, you know, I had no idea. I'd always go in the doorless. The doorless, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But there was a band on stage, and it was kind of that screamo era of music. Okay. The dude was just throwing his mic at the ground and throwing the mic in the air and just beating the shit out of this thing. And Aaron leans in and he goes, You know, Gigi Allen played here once. And he spent the whole night puking on his microphone, sticking his microphone in places you wouldn't want to stick a microphone, throwing it at the other musicians. He brought his own mic. (laughs) (laughs) That's the lesson. (laughs) Yeah. If you're going to do that, bring your own mic. (laughs) Yep. And also in a COVID world, 
always bring your own mic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's good. Um, and then from your own experience, I mean, you've been doing this for a long time now, played with a lot of great bands, a lot of successful bands, uh, a lot of interesting bands, um, you know, touring and recording. Has there been something that you've learned um, from that experience that you'd like to, to now share with others? Sure. I mean, musically, because I've moonlighted in a lot of bands where like the scandal story was, here's the songs, uh, see you at the first show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I played bass uh, with Sammy Kay for a couple of years on and off, um, Divided Heaven. And so a lot of that was just learning quickly. And um, part of that is also when you're being part, be it bass, drums, guitar, whatever it is, um, play for the song, uh, listen mm-hmm. to each other. Um, don't worry about your part. Worry about the overall song itself. Um, where's your drummer going? Maybe that's somewhere you can meet him on the baseline. Mm-hmm. Uh, f- find the pocket where you you re- really shine in there. But um, as far as like touring goes, the best advice I have is pack mostly socks. Yeah. <laughs> you only need about three t-shirts you're not going to shower much um but every day if you have a fresh pair of socks to put on it's like you're at war you don't want trench foot yeah (laughs) (laughs) there you go all right what kind of socks do you wear do you go with like cotton like white cottons did you have like some nice wool socks did you go with uh it's an excellent question Uh, i have summer summer socks winter socks um kind of ankle cotton socks yeah. Winter. Um more of a tube. Okay. <laughs> always, always black. All right. There you go. Cool. <laughs> um and then, you know, as as musicians, uh I just always like to to ask like what inspires you? And I mean it can be, you know, what inspires the music that you make, the lyrics that you write. Uh, but it can be much more than that. Like just in, you know, more at the core, like what what inspires you as a person? Yeah. Um, I mean, what always strikes me and this is on a Rhode Island level and even just worldwide is just, you know, most of the bands I've played in have been punk bands or punk adjacent bands and mm-hmm. the, the community around that I, I've always found incredibly inspiring. Um, I'm leaving next week for fest I'm um, playing a set with Sammy K and also just hanging, seeing bands. Awesome. And it's always amazing to me that you can find one central place like Gainesville, Florida, which otherwise is just a college town. Yeah. Um, and you can see your homies from Chicago. You got your, your buddies in New York. There's buddies from California. Um, some German friends of mine stayed over last Friday. They're heading down to fest and they'll be there. And, uh, that's what really kind of keeps me going, especially is that it, it really is a community where, and, and on the touring circuit where it doesn't matter big or small, just every, everyone's got your back. It's all, we're all here for the same thing. Mm-hmm. That's perfect. Thanks so much, Sean. Uh, yeah. I love hearing that. It's just wonderful. What, what music can, can do, you know, it's like, yes, there's a lot that goes into it. There's a lot of, downs for all the ups that are part of it you know but just like yeah there's uh and you can find it you know probably just in other creative things as well um or other you know uh 
hobbies that you might have, like just being able to connect with people. But it is just a really special thing of just being able to uh, make these like deep connections with people um, from yeah around the world, and uh, it's only because of music. So um, yeah, it's just wonderful to hear that and to kind of have that reinforced. So yeah, thanks for sharing all this. It's uh, it's just it's great to hear it. Absolutely, thank you. Thanks so much for listening. As you heard in the full episode, Sean talked quite a bit about his commute to New Jersey to play with the Scandals and uh, how it kind of helped inspire one of his songs, 34th and 8th. Uh, So what I have for you next is Structure Sound's take on this, followed by the earlier version, as I thought it'd be kind of interesting to share the evolution of this particular song. Enjoy.